SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. I'm Jennifer. We'd like to give you our magazine full of inspiring stories. Go to the JenniferSheehanShow.com to subscribe. I would love to introduce you to my brother in Christ, Pastor Derek Rogers of Cowboy, Corsicana Cowboy Church, or Cowboy Church of Corsicana. There you go. Cowboy Church of Corsicana. I love it. I love having pastors on here because you, you're going to teach us a thing or two today. I hope so. I hope I'm able to teach you something today. Yes. Yeah, so you are one of the most bold pastors I have met, and you are just standing on God's word and I am so proud to call you my brother in Christ and friend and I want to talk about some stuff that so many Christians and pastors are not willing to talk about right now and one of them is this whole woke movement and I think there's a lot of lack of knowledge of what's going on and how Christians and pastors need to stand on God's truth to fight against this we can't just sit back and let all of this happen Absolutely. I did a series uh, at our church. It was about a five or six week series on, on the woke movement. Uh, we did things such as the BLM, uh, CRT, uh, the homosexual movement and uh, the uh, LGBTQ movement with the whole transgender ideology stuff. And uh, so at the at the end of our series, I did um, one Sunday morning about being woke, what it means to be woke. And, and what I'm, does it mean to be woke? Because so, so many of us don't really understand that. Well, that was that was what I was going to say. At the end of our, our service, I had so many people come to me, Christians that had sat in the church, uh, come to me and say, we've never even heard the word woke. Or, or what it, we don't, we, until today in our service, we didn't even know that the word woke existed. We didn't know that there's this whole woke vocabulary. I put a deal up on the big screens with some of the woke pronouns and the, the vocabulary of the woke movement right. uh, that they're trying to change. And so there were so many people in the in the congregation that were oblivious to this whole woke movement and the ideology that they're trying to force on us as Christians, on us as Americans. And so it made me realize that we as pastors, we've got a job to do. Right. We need to educate and inform and touch on the topics that are hot topics in our culture in this current day and time. Right, because knowledge is power. Absolutely. Our congregations need to know uh, that these things are dangerous, that they're not something Christians should embrace. They're not something that Christians should celebrate. They're not something that Christians should open up and, and uh, welcome into the church. And so I think as pastors, we've got a job to do. And that job is to preach the Word of God, to preach its truth, and stop avoiding the cultural hot topics of today's time and start educating our people so that they know what to believe. They know what God's Word says. Because everywhere, especially our children, are being indoctrinated from cartoons, commercials on TVs, to Disney World, to Disney movies, 
to the schoolhouse now, to the libraries, to the books. They're just being indoctrinated with this woke ideology. And if the parents don't know how to combat it, the parents don't know how to teach them the Word of God so that they know the truth in every one of these topics so that when they hear these things and they're being indoctrinated with them things, they have the knowledge and the wisdom from the Holy Spirit to discern that's not of God. God said that's different. And so if the pastors don't preach and teach it to our parents and the parents don't preach and teach it to their children, exactly what we're seeing now is happening is that people are being brainwashed right. and they are being sideswiped by the enemy to believe a lie. Right. And, and we know that Isaiah told us that in, in the last days that people would call evil good, good evil, light dark, and dark light bitter sweet and sweet bitter. And we've come to that day and time to where now people are calling evil good and good evil. Isn't that crazy when I read that in the Bible and I'm like, how's Satan going to do that? Like how he's going to do that? And you know, I think where it really started changing was COVID because we were all separated and alone. And then what were we doing? TV more, social media more, movies more. And I think it started with um, some of these shows like Will and Grace and Modern Family. And it started telling us, okay, it's okay for an, an old man to be with a young hot woman. And it was okay for two men to be married. And it was okay for children to disobey their parents. And they were, I think that they were starting to brainwash us with some of these saying that Absolutely. this has to be socially accepted. And then the worst word, politically correct. Absolutely. This has to be politically correct. Yes. But as Christians, we go by the Holy Bible, God's word and God's way. But I, I still think that there's a way that we have to do this with truth and love. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing that I think Christians don't know how to do that with truth and love because we are not supposed to, we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourself, right? Yes. But in the same sense, we we love them, we love them, we don't love their sin. And it, I don't think it matters if it's gay and lesbian or if it's um, uh, uh, you lie to your husband or you cheat or God's word says a sin is a sin to him. And this isn't going by the world's way, this is going by the Bible in God's way. Right. Well, that, that's um, one, one of the things that's happened is we have allowed the culture who is being influenced by the enemy. Because we, we know as Christians, we know what the Word says. We know the truth. Now we're put to a place where we have to make the decision, are we going to identify with the world or are we going to identify with God? There is just this push from the enemy that Satan has, has brainwashed a culture to believe a lie for the truth. Right. And, and that's what the Word of God says, that there would come a time when they would believe a lie as the truth. And for too long, the church has had the idea or the mindset that that uh, we're not supposed to get involved in politics, we're not supposed to get involved in cultural wars, and now we see the effects of the church staying silent. Right, and the church has been silent for a long time. You know, I love to tell people that um, God says 
he owns heaven. He's going to let in who he wants to let in because he owns heaven. And the Bible is very specific on how you get into his heaven. You have to pray to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and have that relationship with God through Jesus Christ. You know what? Just because you don't believe it doesn't make it any less real. Right. And he owns heaven. I don't own heaven. If I own heaven, I'd probably let everybody in. Right. But if right. you have a problem with it, take it up with God. Yes. It's it's not it's not us. We don't own heaven. God owns heaven, and He says who He's going to let in. Yeah, I, I tell people in our church all the time that if God told me, said, "Hey, uh, Derek, I'm going to give you ten minutes to change anything in the Word that you want to change," there's a lot of things in the Word that I would change uh, because there's a lots of things in there that I would like to see different. But I understand that the Bible tells us that you can't add to the Word, or take away. you can't take away from the Word, or Absolutely. there's a penalty to pay for that. Absolutely. So I can't I can't change God's word to justify what I want to do. What I have to do is learn to change my life in order to line up with God's word and to please him. Love it. Absolutely. When we come back, America is in big trouble. We'll be right back. You won't hear how God is working on mainstream media, but you will hear it on the Jennifer Sheehan television show. In a world currently imprisoned by fear, I'm committed to telling fearless stories of hope, restoration, redemption, and miracles. Here's just a sample of stories my amazing guests share about God's limitless love in action. God rescued me from pornography and sex addiction. I was on the brink of death, but Jesus saved me. I was attacked by a huge grizzly bear, but God preserved my life. At the age of two, raised by my sister without parents, my birth father threw me against a metal sheet wall, slicing my stomach open, leaving me for dead in a pool of blood. After he abandoned me, my true Heavenly Father, God, did not. My 17-year-old son was murdered on Christmas Eve. I was in a bad place. I purchased a gun each day, went to the lake and held it to my head to end my life. After over 50 guns, I sought out professional help. I went on the Jennifer Sheehan television show to share my story. On filming day, God got a hold of my heart, and right there on the set, I prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. This show is giving people hope in Jesus. That's why we do what we do. We, we want you to hear and see amazing stories of how God brings beauty from ashes and how he brings hope and healing. Even in the midst of life's hardest struggles, God is using this show to change lives. Through the power of story, the Jennifer Sheehan television show is sharing the gospel in regions around the globe. We reach an audience of over 3 million people in the U.S., Africa, India, Pakistan, and China. Will you partner with us so that the Jennifer Sheehan Show continues to grow in its influence and reach for Jesus Christ? Donate your tax-deductible gift at thejennifersheehanshow.com slash donate. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. Okay, Pastor Derek, the ta attack on America is real. What is going on here? There, there is a real attack, uh, attack on America. And who's it from? It's from the enemy, from Satan himself, because we remember that the Bible says it's the battle's not flesh and blood, but it's from principalities and powers of darkness, right? Right. So we have to understand, and, and like I said uh, in our last clip, that, that we've been brainwashed as Christians, especially as pastors, to believe that we're not supposed to be involved in cultural war. 
Well, when the church sits back as the church is doing now, and we don't get involved in this cultural war, we are letting Satan have his way. Right. We're letting Satan dictate what's happening in America. We're letting Satan take the, the, the control of the education system, the military, corporate world, even the church world. Right. Because as Christians and pastors, we're setting back. We're not combating the enemy with the truth. Right. We've even gone to the point so much that we're so afraid of offending people that we're willing to offend God. Isn't to it crazy? Keep from offending people. Right. And that, that just makes no sense to me that we would be willing to offend God by embracing the lies of the enemy right. and celebrating the lies of the enemy and, and not standing on God's truth and being fearful to stand on God's truth when He, he is our, our He is God Almighty. Right. His word is power and it's truth. And we should never be ashamed as pastors or Christians to stand on God's word and to stand on God's truth. And what does he say for lukewarm? He's going to vomit us Absolutely. out. He said get hot or cold. But for some reason now, pastors and churches want to be friends with the world and friends with the culture. And what does the word say? The world says friendship with the world is to be an enemy of God. Right. So we can't be friends with the world without being an enemy of God. And we've seen so many churches uh, embrace this woke ideology and this woke mindset that it's even di divided and destroyed some denominations right. uh, because we've allowed the enemy through lies and through his darkness to, to brainwash men and women of God to embrace things that God calls an abomination, right. to celebrate things that God calls sin. We cannot do that as a church. Right. What's we, this new Bible that you told me about? Uh, I, I believe that I, I understand that now they've even perverted the gospel so much uh, that now they've, they've uh, come out with what they call the Queen James Version. Wow. It's just, um, it's just disheartening to see a culture that is so anti-God. Right. And, and I tell people this all the time. You can't be woke and be a Christian. Right. Because everything that woke embraces, the ideologies of being woke, the mindset of being woke is anti-God. It's anti-Christian. It's anti-truth. And so pastors need to understand that you cannot be a woke church and please God. Because you can't be anti-God and please God. And so we have to be involved in this cultural war. We have to stand up as pastors especially, as Christians especially, and we have to start proclaiming truth and standing on truth and knowing that when you make a decision and a commitment in your life to stand on truth, that you are going to be persecuted and you're going to be attacked by the enemy and by a culture, out there, a culture that despises truth and despises God. Right. This whole identity, I think it's an identity crisis. It is. What do you think about this identity crisis and what does that look like in the woke movement? In the woke movement, of course, now we see it with this whole transgender ideology and this transgender mindset, um, which I believe has become kind of a, a social media contagion. I think that you find that, that um, because the experts say that that many kids um, at that age of puberty and along there, they struggle with who they are. We all do right. about finding our identity. Who are we? What are we? Why are we here? And and most kids that go through that, if left alone, they will they will get through it. They'll find out who they are and what they are, and they'll embrace that, and they'll be able to move on with life. 
But when we have doctors and psychologists and the LGBTQ stepping in and poisoning them with lies Mm -hmm. as truth, and they poison them with the ideologies that a boy can become a girl or a girl can become a boy or you can be an animal if you want to identify as an animal when those things are lies. God created us, who we are, the way he wanted us to be. And instead of encouraging these young men and women to, to try to change their gender, what we need to do is take the truth to them and say, look, God created you. He formed you in your mother's womb. He created you in a special way and teach them and give them the resources to help them mentally and emotionally and physically to embrace who God created them to be and to become everything that God created them to be. Help them to embrace who they are. Don't, don't encourage them to try to change who they are. All we're doing is, is poisoning them and, and destroying their lives. You see so many of them who are now detransitioning, whom are crying out for us to tell the truth, right. to help those young men and women who are being poisoned by doctors who are making millions and millions of dollars, by psychologists who are lying to them, even by pastors now who are lying to them, by parents who are lying to them, by educators who are lying to them. It's our duty and our responsibility as men and women of God to proclaim the truth to them and to give them hope and to help them find out who they are in Jesus and embrace that and be all that they can be for God. That's what we need to do. Not lie to them, not take them by the hand and lead them down a road to destruction, but take them by the hand and lead them to Jesus Christ and his truth and his hope. And then they need to know that he formed them and created them exactly who he wanted them to be. Amen. I love it. When we come back, we will show you as Christians and pastors how to stand on God's truth. We'll be right back. A house is built with walls, but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. Built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty, we are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at firehousemovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you. The Jennifer Sheehan Show magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to thejennifersheehanshow.com. Welcome back to The Jennifer Sheehan Show. Okay, Pastor, tell me how this is infiltrating the church, what's going on, and how do we stand as Christians to protect our families? Well, the first thing, it starts, I believe, in the pulpit. 
pastors are going to have to make the decision to stand on the Word of God, to preach His truth. We know what the truth is. If we've read the Word of God and, and we know the Word of God, we know what the truth says. For us to deny the truth in order to be friends with the world is, is shameful for us as pastors. We need to be preaching the truth to our congregations in, in order to protect our families. We need to, um, we need our, our, our flocks. Listen, God called us as pastors, what? To take care of the sheep. Right. To protect the sheep from the wolves. Pastors are spending so much time now protecting the wolves, we're allowing the sheep to be destroyed. Right. God didn't call us to protect the wolves. God called us to protect the sheep. It's our duty as Christians, as pastors especially, right. to protect our sheep. Our sheep are the people that God has placed in our congregations. It is our duty as pastors to preach to them the truth of God's word so that they know it and they can stand on it. And they then can have the, the, the spirit of discernment to know good or evil, to know light or dark. Right. And when they know it, they can stand on good, even though it's presented as evil. Or they can stand against evil when it's presented as good. They can stand for light when it's presented as darkness, or, or vice versa. Right. But if we don't preach them the truth, and they're hearing on Sunday mornings, sometimes Wednesday nights, a 30-minute message of the truth, but they're spending six and three-quarters days of the week being indoctrinated by what they see on social media, Hollywood, every commercial you turn on, the enemy is lying, trying to desensitize a culture. 100% desensitizing us. Yes. The commercials, the TV shows, everything about Holly, Hollywood now is, is trying to indoctrinate us and desensitize us with lies presented as the truth. Right. So if we don't preach to our people the truth, then they start to take good as evil. Evil is good. Light is dark. Dark is light. Because they don't know. The truth is, Jennifer, that most people that sit in the congregations are not going to pick their Bible up and read it. Right. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So they so believe what they hear. So how can you stand on God's word and promises and how do you be obedient to God and his word if you don't know what the Bible says? You can't. You're going to believe the lies of the enemy because the enemy is going to make sure that he floods you and bombards you, especially our children, right. with lies that look like truth. It's what the Bible said right. would happen in the and last days. And we know what the answer is with the children. So say there's somebody watching right now that has gone through gender identity crisis or is gay or lesbian or um, just any, any type of sin that they're going through. What hope do they have? Okay, let, let's talk about that. One of the, one of the main um, things, topics in our culture right now is, of course, homosexuality, uh, the transgender ideology, and critical race theory. Uh, we talked about the transgender ideology a while ago of knowing who you are in Christ, finding your identity in Him, and embracing that and going with who God made you to be. So let's talk about the lie of homosexuality. We know as pastors... We know that the Word of God tells us that homosexuality is an abomination to God. All sin is an abomination to God. All sin, None of right. us stand above reproach. We all are born with a tendency to sin. We inherited that tendency to sin from Adam, right? Because Adam fell, it put the sin curse on mankind. That's why Jesus came and died on the cross for us, so that we could be born again. So that we could be set free from the curse of sin that we inherit in our physical birth. 
But when we have a spiritual rebirth, being born again, the Bible says, then we can be set free from those sins. And so as, as pastors and Christians, for us to embrace the lie that people are born homosexuals is wrong. We know that the Bible tells us that homosexuality is exchanging the natural for the unnatural, that men to begin to burn for other men, that women exchange the natural for the unnatural, that women begin to burn in lust for other women. I, I, I totally believe that people may be born with same-sex attraction. I know that people are born with a tendency to lie. People are born with a tendency to steal. Uh, people are born with a tendency to cheat. All of these different things, we're all born with tendencies to sin. Right. That's why Jesus Christ came, so that we could be set free from whatever your tendency is and that you could honor him and be free from that curse. And so if you're born with a tendency to be attracted to the same sex and we lie to our young generations and tell them that you're just born this way, nothing you can do, you can't change, we leave them hopeless. Right. It's our duty and responsibility as pastors and Christians to preach to them the truth. Yes, you may have been born with a tendency to be attracted to the same sex, but there is hope in Jesus Christ in a relationship with him. The same God that can deliver the thief or the murderer or the liar or the adulterer or the fornicator is the same God who can deliver you. Our God is so powerful and so real and his Holy Spirit is, is here to change us that a relationship with Jesus Christ can even cause you to be attracted to the opposite sex if you were born being attracted to the same sex. Amen. There's hope and God can yes. change your life. Absolutely. Tell us really quickly your new movement. Uh, our new movement, we've started a, a new movement called Take America Back to God. And, and it simply is this. We realize that there's a cultural war going on. You can see it uh, everywhere. Uh, to deny it would be to stick your head in the sand. It has... It has um, began to creep into the church in a big way. It has divided denominations so that main denominations that have been powerful for years now are splitting. Right. Because the LGBTQ has bullied their way and forced their way into the church so much that we now are willing to embrace something that God calls an abomination and call it something good and celebrate it. When, when um, we ought to be standing against it with love. We ought to love people who are battling with homosexuality. We ought to love them enough, Jennifer, that we're willing to tell them the truth. Even at the expense of them hating us right. or persecuting us or attacking us or being mean to us, we should love them enough to tell them the truth. And the truth is you're not born that way. There is hope in Jesus Christ. He can change and transform your life and set you free from sin, regardless of what it is. Amen. And they need to know that we love them and care about them that much. Because the Bible says that straight and narrow is the road that leads to eternity with Jesus Christ. And broad and wide is the gate that leads to destruction. And he said there's going to be a lot more that go through the broad and wide gate than there are that go through the narrow gate. But for some reason, we have this mentality that everybody's going to heaven. Right. We need to wake up, Jennifer. God's word tells us something completely different. But the good news is there is hope in Jesus Amen. Christ, and he can change your life, whatever your struggle is and whatever your battle is. And we need to love one another enough to tell one another the truth. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
I appreciate you telling God's word and truth. Absolutely. It's been Thank wonderful. You. When we come back, you can also have hope in Jesus. We'll be right back. Can you imagine living in a resort with like-minded people, full of amenities and activities, where safety and health are priorities, where chef-prepared meals, heated indoor pool, and many more amenities are all accessible 24-7, where the joy of life is felt in every corner, a company managed by the Nicholas Foundation, people who truly care about people. It's time to reward yourself. It is time for the Retreat Senior Living, the resort you call home. Welcome back to The Jennifer Sheehan Show. If you're struggling right now with hope, your hope can be in Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sin. You rose on the third day. Please forgive me for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tune in next week. We have another inspiring story for you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.